Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Meet or on the rocks, it's the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. When you go back and watch it, it seemed like every other play was a big play and they were scoring and honestly it looked like they was out there having fun and I mean it was fun to watch. I mean every, literally every other player was scoring so it's crazy. We just got to be patient, keep constant pressure on them and uh, when, when and if it turns into a drive back game or they have to drop back, we just need to take our opportunities and just take advantage of them. This Buffalo Bills defensive tackle, Ed Oliver. Talking about the Miami Dolphins, fresh off of their 70-point effort against the, the Denver Broncos. Which Miami Dolphins will you be looking to insert into your fantasy football lineup come this weekend? And what about tonight's matchup at Lambeau? You have the Green Bay Packers hosting the Detroit Lions to kick off week four. As we do every Thursday afternoon at this time, we welcome in Andy Barron from Yahoo Fantasy Sports to help set your lineups and talk some football as week four gets underway tonight. Andy, Lambeau Field, it's the Lions, it's the Packers. Uh, Hope you're doing well. Appreciate you giving us some of your time. Tell us why you're in on both tight ends in tonight's game, Andy. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's far easier with Sam Laporta because um, I've never not been in on Sam Laporta. Yeah. This was this was my guy coming into the season. I probably have more Sam Laporta shares than anyone. And I don't know, like you can say this is because I went to Iowa and I'm partial to Iowa Titans, but I've also been watching him for his entire collegiate career. Um, he he's one of the best yards after catch tight ends I've ever seen. Um, he's uh, he's really gifted um, in his you know, the, the stats profile coming into the league wasn't great because Iowa's offense is obviously a huge national joke. Right. But, <laughs> but he's fantastic. Um, and it's, you've, you've seen it immediately. And, and one of the, one of the great things about, about, you know, uh, tight end development at Iowa is they come into the league and they're just ready to do everything. So like they were running behind Laporta on the goal line in the opener. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't come off the field. Uh, he's a huge receiving talent. He's caught at least five balls in each week. Uh, he's the, he was the tight end one in week three. He's really good, and we're going to be starting him for the rest of the season. Luke Musgrave is another guy for the on the Green Bay side who also doesn't come off the field and, and has really claimed that job. He's been a little clunkier as a receiver. Like He's had some 
he's had some plays downfield where he actually, you know, kind of stumbling and bumbling. Um, but he's, you know, the numbers have been there and the snaps have really been there. Um, so he's a guy who's almost certainly going to probably going to squeeze into like, you know, tight end 10, tight end 12 before the end of the season. Um, also a, a, just a huge talent who, who rarely ever exits play. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy, our guest, as a pretty interesting matchup tonight, Detroit and Green Bay. And, and on the other side, all right, the Packers pulled it out last week against Saints. And your, your thoughts on Jordan Love and, hey, he's going to get some help tonight, we think. Aaron Jones coming back and looks like Christian Watson, maybe. That would be the debut for Watson, both of them with hamstrings. So you would hope that they're ready, good to go. Your thoughts on the Packers lineup here and who to play tonight, Andy? I think it's more likely that Aaron Jones is, is ready to fully be Aaron Jones. Um, there's been a little bit of talk that maybe Christian Watson comes back on a pitch count. Who knows? Because sometimes those things get thrown out the window when you're actually in a close game. But um, Aaron Jones seems like he's really going to be good to go. And he, if you'll recall, after he, after he got injured in week one, he was kind of clowning on the sidelines a little bit. He downplayed the seriousness of it. So I'm not surprised to see him, to see him back. He's, he was the centerpiece of the offense in the opener. And I think he's just the sort of player who can be a young quarterback's best friend. So I really think he's a huge addition, an underrated addition, who was really underdrafted this year, like underdrafted relative to where he's always finished in fantasy. So I think, I think Jones is a huge win getting him back. And we'll see with Watson, right? Because they've developed a little something with Jaden Reed and they've got a little something going with Romeo Dobbs. So like, this is just, I don't know. It's kind of it's it's kind of a luxury to get to get Watson back, an incredible athlete. So this offense is getting really fun, and and Love has been maybe not always as good as the stats would indicate, but he's he's certainly been plenty good. Um, and Green Bay fans can feel really really good about the promising start that they're off to. He's become kind of a fringy fantasy factor as well. Andy, I uh, was talking to a friend about their fantasy team. Uh, earlier, and she was telling me that she went all in on Trevor Lawrence as her QB one, and and she's all in on the Jags. And you know, through three weeks, obviously, uh, she's a little bit nervous about what she has coming up here uh, for the rest of the season, knowing that they haven't quite lived up to their potential. And I know this is something that you recently wrote about at Yahoo. Tell us why we should or should not be hitting the panic button right now on Jacksonville. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny. There's a ton of panic out there about Trevor Lawrence specifically. I, I think he's one of the most asked about players in my, in my social feeds. I, I got to tell you, I think he is just a screaming buy in fantasy right now if you're struggling at the position. Um, that guy that guy is making wild throws every week. Um, if you look at, you know, I'm not, I don't think they're everything, and I don't think they always tell the full story, but if you look at, like, PFF grades on Trevor Lawrence right now, um, I think he's the second highest graded quarterback in the league. Um, he's made, I think it's the second most big time throws. He makes wow throws all the time. He's got a huge arm. Um, big part of the problem is that Jacksonville receivers have like nine drops on the season and four of them belong by Calvin Ridley. Uh, at least one of those was going to be a long touchdown. Um, and then there, you know, a couple weeks ago against the Chiefs, I think they had four or five balls that were like college touchdowns where like a receiver got a foot down in the end zone and didn't get the other foot. He, he's just been so close and the ball is coming out of his hand beautifully. Like I don't think Lawrence is a problem. I think that Calvin Ridley right now looks like a guy who missed a couple of years of football. Um, and, and maybe that's a, maybe that's a problem for a little while longer. I don't know, 
Um, but as for Lawrence himself, I feel just really, really good about him. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy is our guest. Andy, I think I set a personal record for most points on the bench with uh, Devon Achan last week. I'm not even upset. I mean, who could have seen that coming, obviously? But now we're faced with the question. All right. And this is the question I'm sure everybody's talking about. Miami, 70 points, something we haven't seen in our lifetime. How do you forecast the Dolphins here coming up? And where is the line in terms of playing Miami talent against a, a much better defense in Buffalo? I, yeah, I, I think you're going to have to score with Miami. Right? Like I, I just, it's really, it's really hard to imagine a team holding them under like 27 points right now. Like even a good defense, you know? So I, I think if you're going to beat Miami, you've got to put up a number. Um, Cause they, man, you just, you look at the way that they use HN, the way that they're using most or the way they get the most out of the extreme speed that's on that team. It's really impressive. Like the play design is beautiful. Um, that is, you know, for as long as they're healthy and now they get Jalen Waddle back too, like that's a, it's a ludicrously fast team. Um, and, and Mike McDaniel is just drawn up the, the greatest stuff for him. So this is really fun. So I think in a general sense, you just sort of err on the side. Like if you, if, if it's a coin flip between whether it's HN or somebody else on that team, um, I, I think you got to side with the Dolphins and just say, I'm going to go with the team that can probably put up 30 plus. Um, he in particular is, um, it's a bit of a challenge because almost everybody had him on the bench last week. He hadn't, he hadn't done anything in week two. Right. And I, coming into the season, I looked at him as someone who would just be like a great guy to have on a roster in best ball, but you're never going to know when he's going to blow up. Cause I didn't think they'd ever give him that much work. He's, he's like a legit five, eight and a half and 185 pounds. And there just are not players of that size who play running back in the NFL with any volume. It just, it's not a, he's going to be an extreme outlier. If he's somebody who gets a significant workload at that size. Um, so we'll, we'll see. He, he just handled 22 touches. Uh, like a player that size handling 22 touches, you wouldn't expect it to happen week after week, but who knows? Um, it, it's just really fun and very dangerous offense. Andy, you mentioned uh, Trevor Lawrence being somebody that you would be a massive buy on right, right now. You would you would be looking to acquire him however you can do so. I watched that Cincinnati game on Monday, and I know Burrow isn't 100%, but seeing him get Jamar Chase back involved and, and knowing that a guy like T. Higgins has been relatively quiet, is that another opportunity to buy low on a player when you see that Cincinnati offense maybe starting to click here if, if you see Burrow getting a little bit healthier here week by week? Yeah, um, hopefully we actually do see Burrow get legitimately healthier. I mean, they were clearly, I, I thought, sort of play calling around some of his limitations a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but, a, but a really impressive game from him. And the, the commitment to get the ball in the hands of Jamar Chase was really, really nice to see because there was a little buy low window on Jamar Chase because I was starting to see a bunch of questions about him and, uh-oh, was this a mistake in the first round? And, you know, not that not panic exactly, but people really questioning exactly what this was going to look like. So great to see the big game from him. Um, I do think that that buy low window exists on T Higgins a little bit. I would just, I would just caution people that like Higgins has been, I don't know. There's a, there's an idea of T Higgins that exceeds the actual production from T Higgins that we've seen to this point in his career. And I don't, I'm not even trying to insult him because he's, you know, he's playing alongside Jamar chase. It's really hard to put up numbers but he's been like an 1100 yard, six touchdown guy. 
And we don't always treat them that way. Like people treat them as if there's a 1400 yard season coming and maybe there is, but I don't think it's this year. Um, none, nonetheless, if somebody's disgusted with him, yes, I think, I think we are seeing Cincinnati getting back to what they've always been. Um, again, provided Joe Burrow gets healthier, I, I assume he will, but it's just, it's nothing new for Cincinnati to start slow. We went through this last year, not with an injury, but we did go through this with Cincinnati last year. And of course the, their season ended in the AFC title game. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy is our guest. Uh, rookie quarterbacks, I mean, you should try to avoid them unless you're in a super flex. And I don't think Bryce Young, and until he shows something, Anthony Richardson is, you know, he's not healthy. Which leads me to the other guy in Houston, uh, CJ Stroud and Tank Dell. And wow, uh, that is something we haven't seen down there in quite some time. And maybe that kind of lends to maybe the panic meter overall in Jacksonville losing to a team uh, in Houston in the division. But Andy, your thoughts here uh, on Houston here as far as a play this week, because, well, they, they get a much different test here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, let me tell you, when I'm, when I'm fielding these questions about Trevor Lawrence and certainly about Justin Fields and any number of other quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud is always the other guy in the question. Hey, am I dropping Trevor Lawrence for C.J. Stroud? Hey, tell me about C.J. Stroud. So he's, I mean, I, you can't argue with the numbers, right? He's a, he's a rookie quarterback who really doesn't have the training wheels on to the extent that other rookies might. Um, he's, he's attempting 40-plus passes per game. He's averaging 302 passing yards per game. And he's doing this with a receiving core that you might have said coming into the season, oh, man, they're really, are they really going to lean on Robert Woods? Well, Robert Woods has looked fine. Um, and then Nico Collins and Tank Dell look like potential stars. Um, we, a lot of us thought there might be something there with Nico Collins, but Tank Dell is really, you know, he had some summer buzz, but I don't think anybody envisioned him having like back-to-back early season weeks like this. Like he looked spectacular. So they really have something. I do think that CJ Stroud is more of a, you know, we talk about dual threat quarterbacks all the time. He's a little bit more of a unit threat quarterback, right? It's all, it's pretty much going to be all with the arm. He's not going to, he's not going to do a lot for you on the ground. I do think there are going to be some bad weeks, right? He's a rookie quarterback. Um, he's, at some point he's going to take a step back. I actually think the other guy that you mentioned, Anthony Richardson is still long-term a little bit more interesting because when he plays, we're get like, I love everything we've seen from the Colts and the way they're designing an offense around him and, and what he can do and maybe what he's going to struggle with early in his career. But man, they're getting him some really, you know, layup throws off of rollouts. They're, they're obviously giving him rushing opportunities. He's made the most of that. So that's a couple of interesting guys right there for fantasy. Are there any tendencies uh, around the Chargers, uh, Andy? Because a guy that was top three at his position pre-draft in Austin Eckler hasn't played since week one, limited in practice yesterday, saying it's a possibility he could play against the Raiders on Sunday, which fantasy owners would love, except well, the Chargers have a bye week and, and he's dealing with the yeah. high ankle that'll probably you know be best served getting another week of rest before he returns to a full workload post-bye. But at one and two, is there a sense of urgency to get Eckler on the field on Sunday against the Raiders to draw even a two and two? Yeah, I would assume there is. Um, and uh, it's not like I have inside info here, but I would, I would assume they would want to get him on the field as quickly as possible because like it just, it just hasn't happened for Josh Kelly. And he had a good matchup last week and could not exploit it. Um, and, and there's really not anything that they trust behind him. So I imagine that getting Eckler out there, even if it's, even if it's like partial snaps, even if it's partial involvement would mean a lot to that team. Cause as you say, they can't 
like the Chargers are a team that can lose to anyone and they can't lose this one. You know, like going into the bye at two and two is so different than going in at one and three, um, especially given some of the Chargers disappointments in the, in the recent past. And, and they have the Mike Williams injury to manage around. So they've really got some question marks there right now. We think that Josh Palmer is the guy who steps in for Mike Williams, at least in the, in the short term. He's been a, he's been a trusted receiver for that team, but I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Eckler try to give it a go um, this weekend, even in a compromised state. Uh, Andy, a game that a lot of us are going to be watching, I'm I'm sure it'll be a national game, is New England and Dallas in the narrative. Here's Zeke Elliott going back to Dallas. (laughs) And what was that Dallas run defense last week? I mean, do they tighten this up? Are are you buying in on the Zeke Elliott revenge game here? Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Like they lose, you know, they lose digs to the ACL injury and you're worried about their secondary and then Arizona just ran all over them um, and had, you know, I thought a really great game plan and, and kind of caught Dallas flat-footed and they were down a couple scores early. They had, it wasn't just James Conner. Like they had this really nice designed run that I think went for 50 plus to Josh Dobbs. Like they were like, I'm, I'm talking about Arizona perhaps too much here, but they've been like surprisingly frisky, right? Like Arizona was wow. the team that everybody had, Oh, they're not even trying to win or this or that. They're super competitive and they gave Dallas all they could handle. Um, so yeah, I feel like New England has a nice little one, two punch now and they're giving Zeke a lot of run, you know, it's 16 carries last week and Ramondre is still Ramondre. He's still getting most of the snaps, taking most of the touches He's had some great yards after catch moments as a receiver this year. So that's a great one-two punch. And I would be, I guess I'd be a little nervous if I were Dallas, because again, like James Conner just ran through you and carved you up. And, and Arizona, again, a team we've all had jokes about, um, looked tremendous against that, that Dallas defense that has been pretty well hyped. So maybe that's just a case of a team um, simply not being ready for an opponent, but that's kind of damning as well. Andy, we don't bring you on with us here on the sports bar to tell tell us to start Travis Kelsey. We're doing that on Sunday night. Uh, but in terms of player props, knowing that Taylor Swift will be in the box at MetLife Stadium, two touchdown game at minimum for Kelsey on Sunday night, wouldn't you say? We, you know, it's it's funny. We were we were talking about that while watching. You know, my wife took a great interest in the Bears game, not for the Bears, but because <laughs> yeah. obviously Taylor Swift is there and all that. And like we were talking about, it, like there's got to be a little extra pressure to get you know to funnel the ball to Kelsey, a bit, particularly in a particularly in a non-competitive game like that. And I would think this one would be somewhat non-competitive as well. So. Yeah, hard to hard to not consider Travis Kelsey uh, anything other than the tight end one moving forward. Of course, um, wild story. Perhaps if perhaps if Sam Laporta's breakout would have uh, would have been timed differently. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'd see Taylor take an interest in the Lions tight end. Yeah, uh, well, at least that gives us another thing to kind of look forward to Sunday night. Cause... Ah, give it time, Andy. Yeah. We know her track record. I mean, you know, it could be Kelsey <laughs> this week, Laporta next week. Then you see her with Darren Waller down the down the road. You never know. <laughs> oh no, we're in the we're in the Laporta era now. <laughs> we're in the Laporta era. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, Andy, tell us a little bit about tonight's action here. We know you guys are going to be uh, on primetime here before uh, tonight's kickoff. And, and of course, part of the Sunday routine and, and our Sunday routine gets early, gets earlier on uh, Sunday mm-hmm. with, uh, with a game in London this weekend. 
Yeah, I, I love that the London games are back. I love that Jacksonville is playing the first London game. They're home away from home. I'm super excited about it. But yeah, um, Thursday nights now, Fantasy Football Live, 75 minutes before kickoff of the Thursday night game. Just join us on Yahoo Sports. Good time. It's me. It's Matt Harmon. We're fielding your questions. We're giving you all the latest info that we possibly can. Andy, are you still alive in Survivor? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm, I'm alive in my two pools, and I'm... I've kind of I've kind of split it up this week. I, I think I went. Uh, uh, who did I go with? I went with the Chargers in one, but I, I didn't want to double down on the Chargers. Um, so who's the who's the super chalky pick this week? I think I took Kansas City last week, but I I veered away to. Did another, you do San Francisco over Arizona, or did you do yeah, Dallas yeah, yeah, over yeah, New that's, England? That's the one. That's the one. I have San Francisco in one, and I've got the, I've got the Chargers. A little bit of a hedge there, Andy. A yeah. little bit of a hedge that will will. You know what? You're the fantasy expert. We're gonna we're gonna allow it, obviously. But uh, <laughs> based on what you I mean, said, I about- never make it to week five. This is crazy. That's why I wanted to hedge. I, I got to get one. Of <laughs> You're these in October. Things. Whoa! What's going on? Yeah. Uncharted territory. Andy, appreciate the time as always. Look forward to talking to you again next week, bud. Thanks, guys. Good luck to everybody. Thanks, Andy. Love having Andy Barrett from Yahoo Fantasy on with us every week here in the sports bar, giving us some great fantasy football advice and. Gino, I'm telling you, if Dallas loses, I'm going to go back to that clip of Andy right there saying, "Yeah, I went with went with the Chargers in one league, and I went with it went with oh. uh, the Niners in another." And it's like, yeah, yeah, the, he went with the games that it actually feels like they obviously should win those games. I thought you were going to say to the well, look at Dallas's leaky run defense last week, and you have Ramondre and Zeke one two for New England now. The difference here being that that was a mobile quarterback in Arizona, and Mac Jones cannot move. I feel comfortable. I am not going to move off the mark. Dallas is the pick this week. Stick with the system. The system. Trust the system. It can bring us results, Danger. I veered from the system last year, and it cost us. You're laughing. I am laughing. I'm like, I don't know. Do I trust the system? And he's a smart guy. And he, yeah, he's hedging. Technically, according to our system, Andy's a loser. Hedgers are losers. <laughs> what is that? Rule five, rule six, rule five. But Andy's doing this for fun. I mean, we take it a little. His bread and butter, obviously, is uh, is fantasy. Yeah. So the Chargers? No, you shouldn't be going anywhere near that team right now. Yeah, it's not going to be a home win for the Chargers because they don't have a home game. They're playing the Raiders in L.A. There will be more Raider fans at SoFi than Charger fans. That's that's a lock. I love to see like the latest kind of somebody did a study. How where's LA's loyalty? Well, it's the Lakers, obviously, than the Dodgers. But I would still think probably the Raiders are the most popular team sure. out there. Yeah, and then you've got USC and UCLA football probably before you even get to the Rams or the Chargers. Uh, love having Andy on with us. We'll get that on demand for you here shortly. Uh, you can find the Sports Bar wherever you get your podcasts. Just search us out inside the free to download Odyssey app. Find the Sports Bar on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your shows. You will find all of our guest appearances and our full shows listed for you in podcast form. Fat Brown from News 8 joins us next hour. Stand by for that. And some takes on tap next. Yeah, there's a story, Danger. We haven't gotten to this week and it kind of stepped forward and one reason why our show and others it's unsavory it's uncomfortable and i'm just going to try to address this i i'm actually concerned how the conclusion of this story with this player might end up here uh the latest that's going on in vegas right now Mm. Oh yeah, somebody stopped me in the hallway about this, and and I was kind of blissfully ignorant to everything going oh, on. Oh no 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 no! You need no, to, yeah, this is good. I'm like, glad you're yeah. bring this up. 
Um, I've, I've got uh, a couple of thoughts. One, a team right now that's a, a monumental choke job. And man, I, I hate being wrong. I, I know you're going to have a good time if I am wrong. and My Cubs are on the outside looking in when the postseason gets underway next week. But I just want to lay out some of the odds that were in their favor and now working against my Chicago Cubs here as they look for a wild card berth in Major League Baseball. And if you watch any NFL football in the last few months, you've seen uh, a surge in a certain play, a play that gets called on short yardage. The tush push. The tush push. Yeah. Um, I'll explain why there are a handful of teams that really don't need the tush push. And if you outlawed, outlawed it from, from the NFL, if you made it illegal again, it wouldn't be a big deal. And I'll explain why. We're going to get to that more next. I'll drink to that. It's on the way here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.